on the phone. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, nice. happy, happy Saturday and welcome to Peace. Live from Rams from uh -oh. this. Oh, Naz, you know. <laughs> 10 I second delay. so much. Yep. I just want to listen to it over and over. Uh, it, network delay. It, we're inside this Saturday. Yes. Yeah, what Thank a God we're inside. 40 degree difference. I, I got the hat on because I'm freezing. It's it's chilly. It's winter it's back. It's like February out there. It's yeah. So uh, it's snowing upstate New York. Yeah, I got I my Binghamton some, shirt on for my son. It's oh, snowing up there. Yep. I saw some uh, some snow and the we have we just have the wind. Yep. And it went from these beautiful this be these beautiful days to this ridiculous weather outside. Yep. Crazy. I uh, no, Kevin. Uh, sorry, we are a little bit later than usual today. I don't know who had the over, but we were certainly over. Um, and I do not have a bingo hangover. <laughs> uh, we played bingo last night here, uh, virtual bingo. It was fun. And I actually drank less this, this week playing bingo than I did last week. And well, I you barely a, drank anything. Well, you had a little multitasking to do. I had a lot time. of work last night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, as we were figuring it out and, and working well, Joe, Cal, welcome back to the Hi, studio. Joe. Thank you. Thank welcome you. Good to be back. back. I know it's this. Saturday. I know it's Saturday because I'm. Sitting back here again. It's Saturday because yeah. Joe is here. Because I'm here. Yeah. That's how we know. Yep. Oh, Joe. Joe. What happened? Not a good day for Binghamton shirt when you have a Penn State champion on. Yeah, but that's – well, <laughs> they have no football team up there, Kevin. That's an interesting fact. Binghamton, they sell shirts in the bookstore shop. Binghamton University, college football, undefeated since 1946 because they have no team. And the, and the, school, <laughs> and the school opened in 1946. They have no team, so they're undefeated. College football at Binghamton. They got a decent sports program, though. Uh, see, and 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 hey, Rob, while we um we allow some Yankee fans in the studio, yeah, and Joe is really the only one. Um, Naz yeah, and I take exception, you know. I'm sorry. I did put a Knicks hat on. I'd like to think we're all Knicks fans, so you know. I like when people tell me, "Well, I'm a New York fan. I'm a baseball fan." So, yeah. and I know you're yeah. like that. I yeah. know you are. Thank you. Sometimes I really don't. That's a. Sometimes it's a true cop out. Well, <laughs> no, but no. I'm not. See, because Joe well, is yeah. a but, true but he's a true fan, fan of the sport. Thank you. There's yeah. a difference when you Thank have somebody you. that's a true fan of, of sport. Yeah. I'm talking about people that aren't fans. <laughs> yeah, no. So when the Yankees are winning the World Series, they are their number one fan. Thank yeah. you, Erica. <laughs> she loves Joe Cal. Thank you, Erica. We love Joe Cal. Thank you. And if anybody has a bingo hangover, it's going to be Erica. <laughs> Yeah, she seemed like she was having a good time last night. Yeah, so uh, my my sister in law Erica, uh, Christy, they had a little gang playing together last night uh, with the kids running around the house. I think the men were in the kitchen and the ladies were had had us on the TV and and they were uh, don't let people, don't let that get out because that's uh you know that wasn't uh, social distancing. They are social distancing and quarantining within themselves. Okay. <laughs> well, that's I their hope problem. They're all safe. And <laughs> We hope they're all uh, safe. Yes, I hope everybody's doing well today. Safe people. She yeah. only had two drinks. Watch it. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Well, you don't say how, what those two drinks were. Right. They might have been at huge, Doubles gigantic, these, uh, like, these, uh, with right. multiple shots in them. <laughs> we'll have to ask. Uh, we'll have to ask. Dan. Oh, Kevin says hey, uh, I wasn't in that home, so whatever they were doing, social distancing. All I know is that LMB back to pizza. They had LMB pizza last night. I got oh, a wow. picture of that. Nice. Did, did they save you a piece? I got. Did done. they even offer you? No. I they didn't even. I went there today, and they even offered me a piece of LMB pizza. Nice. Wow! To, nice. to drop something off, right? Well, nice. they nice. um nice family. Nice. Home. They they enjoyed the evening. That was good. It's, listen, 
True for everybody to have fun doing what they're doing. Did you have fun last night, Nash? I did. We played some bingo. We Very I nice. finished installing my microwave <laughs> and it went seamlessly. Oh. It actually is up and working and everything is good and there went no meltdowns or uh Yeah, it was good. It's good. And and Ray texted me during it, so he didn't sleep this week. No, you had to he was intent wow. on those cards. He was, uh, I, I took a picture of him playing. I sent it to the kids. And he was even, because occasionally I would miss a number or my mother would miss a number. And he would go, and and 35, whatever, whatever I don't know, wow. pick the number. But yeah, he was, he was right on it. Excellent. He was right on it That's last good. night. So we may make, uh, obviously bingo is now part of the. Uh, <laughs> Friday night party. Well, yeah. so for anybody that doesn't know, I'll share it now. Uh we host a virtual bingo game uh, through, with the North Shore Rotary uh, from inside Rabs Country Lanes. And uh, <laughs> we did it the last two weeks. And you know what? We're going to do it again. I'll bet you will. I'll bet so you will. So Friday night. Uh, Very good. It's not up and running yet for this upcoming week. We'll, we'll share when that's ready. But we're going to do it again this upcoming Friday. We gave away. There's a big interest in it. You a lot of people We gave away it. over $2,000 in prizes. Oh, that's awesome. Night. That's really good. Cash prizes and all. Nice. Cash is king. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cash. We spun the wheel. We have some more. We have some. Next week, we even have some some more surprises. Wow. Hey, you know, today is one of our favorites' birthday. Yes. Yes, it's it happy is. Happy 71st birthday to Billy Joel. Billy yes, Joel. Billy happy Joel. Birthday. The one and only. We can't even play his music. We had it before. Without getting shut off. Well, but we, right, we, we had we, it on we, earlier. We played we the music pre-show. Yeah, I walked into Billy Joel. Show. It was like being at a concert. I walked <laughs> into a concert. <laughs> it was a little different than being at a concert. Yeah, a little bit. A little uh, just a little bit. Although this might be what concerts are going to start looking like for the yeah, next, who knows, crazy. you know? Yeah. Hey, so it's PBA... Champion, Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer Saturday. Yes, it is. Yes, Joe, it is. we have a special guest with us today. Yes, we do. Who's with us today? Who, who Tim is Mack. with us today? Tim Mack, who we know played some college football at Penn State. I'm going to touch on that later. So, you're, you're, oh, you're, I got my football. I brought the football in. You're all prepared. I am ready to go. I am ready to go. Tim, I don't know what's going to come out of Joe's mouth. I'm just going <laughs> to warn you. You just never know. He's a New Yorker. Not only just a New Yorker, but he's from Brooklyn. It's easy, Tim. It's going to all be laid uh, I love it, guys. Uh, great to thanks for having me on the show. It's great to see you guys. Oh, thanks uh, for joining us. Actually, great to be great to see uh, Rabs right. Country Lanes again. You know, I just had a memory. Uh, it looks like you guys right are behind five and six and seven and eight. I think yep. and and I remember I bought. Uh, they used to have the World uh, Match Games. Tommy Semez used to run tournaments that, uh, in the East yep. Coast there, and uh, I, I was on a string of string of victories. And I remember in the, I was in the top four on seven and eight. I was bowling Gary Jans. And uh, I needed a mark in the tenth to beat him. I left the four six, and I actually made it. Oh wow! So oh, wow. <laughs> it was it's uh wow. that was the memory that, that that came to my mind once I saw you guys on camera. But um, re really appreciate you guys having me on the show. And uh, obviously, Frank, it's great to see you. And uh, I love I you know being from the East Coast. I live in Indianapolis now. I I miss hearing the the East Coast uh, accent and, <laughs> and and the banter and obviously yeah. the you know the energy. So it, it, it's nice to hear, guys. No, really. Thank That's you great. For, for accepting our invitation yeah, and joining us. You. Yeah. Uh, hey, how are you? How are you holding up? What's going on in the Mac household? Well, we know the music is working. Yeah, my my wife's my wife's a medical ICU nurse, so she's dealing with she's on the front lines. So obviously, it's it, it's difficult for her, and it's as it is for all the the front line professionals out, out there. So, um, yeah. Listen, 
she's when there's COVID positive patients everywhere. Um, it's unprecedented, right? Our, our society and our world really hasn't seen this ever before. And uh, we haven't, so I think we're all learning on the fly as it goes, but yep. you know, I, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I get, I get nervous at night, you know, when, she, when I know she goes and she has to be around COVID patients, but um, it is what it is. You know, I, you know, I'm proud uh, that uh, she's doing what she's doing and uh, I, I don't know that I could do it. That's for sure. So uh, all the credit in the world goes to her and, She's holding our family down right now um, as, you know, everything else is on pause, you know, in, in most of the workforce um, in the world. But uh, my daughter and I, it's been great to be home for, I think it might be the first time I've been home 60 plus days yeah. in a row, uh, you know, probably since one of my surgeries. But uh, so it's been great to see, see them every day. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's scary times, but I hopefully we're on the other side of it right now, you know, and, and we're starting to trend the other way. So I'm hopeful that uh, things can start to turn around soon. Amen to that. Yeah, let's let's hope we're on the, the downside a little bit now. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you doing? What is what? How are how are you still doing yourself? Because I know this. <laughs> well, like yeah. <laughs> Listen, I you know Frank. I mean, it's no surprise that I'm I've traveled most of my life. Uh, you know, since '96, I've traveled all over the world for tournaments and responsibilities. Uh, bowling tournaments and trying to promote bowling and helping the sport of bowling. And then obviously now my new position, uh, I've been with storm bowling products for 25 years and I'm the Eastern salesman, uh, you know, European sales manager, uh, over, over in Europe. So, um, really I, I kind of have a, I hold a couple of different hats. I do that. And then also I help our tour team on our national tour, uh, with, with uh, tour repping our, our national staff with our tour team with Jimmy Callahan, Del Ballard, Sean Ryan, and uh, Steve Jacobs and Doug Kent uh, out, out on the tour stops on, the, on most of the majors. But what I'm trying to do right now is just trying to keep people upbeat, you know, staying in contact with our staff, staying in contact with our customers in Europe, uh, trying to get a feel for what's going on around the world. I've got, I also help out in Asia and also the Middle East. So I'm doing, you know, I'm on the phone a lot and I'm on, on uh, social media a lot to try to get a feel and get a grasp of, you know, what's transpiring around the world for, you know, when this is going to break for our sports so that we can be ready, you know, to service, service bowlers and service the sport of bowling around the world. So um, it's definitely different. You know, um, I, uh, I am, I, I do get up. I have a routine where I'm trying to walk, walk every day and get outside now and do a, do my own, you know, try to stay you know in shape and exercise wise. But um, yeah, it's, it's, listen, it's a challenge, but uh I, I'm going to take it and, and tackle it like anything else I've done in my life and accept the challenge and try to always make sure that my glass is half full and not half, half empty and, you know, take it where it comes and whatever, we're, whatever comes our way, you know, you know, face it head on and, uh, you know, full steam ahead. Yeah. I, that's a good way to look at it. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I, and I think that's whether we're staying, whether we're staying put or, or not yeah. traveling or whatever we're doing. Yeah. I, I've, I've said this the other day when, when, we announced that you were going to come on the show. I love hearing the stories of other bowlers giving their kudos to you and thanking you for exposing them to what is uh, world bowling, so right. bowling around the world. Yeah. Uh, and and I, everyone has their own story, right? So Tim sure. phone and calls someone <laughs> and says, "Hey, you got to bowl this event. Well, I'm going to go bowl in Asia. What are you nuts? I've never, I've never traveled." And so, what was the what, where did that start? Where did Timmy right. say, hey, I'm going to go 
on this new venture ahead of everybody else and then you know share what? It. and then share it. But that's the kind of guy you are. That says something a lot about right. you. But then then go share it. Well, it's interesting, Frank. You know, um, you know, I touched on it a little bit in my Hall of Fame speech. I had a group of bowlers there that were very important that came came to my you know, my induction for the USBC Hall of Fame, uh, which you gave me the arguably one of the greatest phone calls of my life. I thought you were kidding. Uh, I, I don't know if this is a rated R or rated G, you know, PG show. Hey, but whatever you want. I, I swore a couple times. I said, I, I didn't, I, I thought you were, uh, you know, pulling my arms. So, uh, <laughs> but re really what it boiled down to is, um, you know, in 1995, I, you know, I started bowling a lot of the mega buck tournaments and became really good friends with PBA and uh, major champion, Robert Smith from California, you know, the real powerful, uh, strong bowler from California who became, became dear friends. And um, we bowled some team challenges together with myself and Barry Asher, Mike Devaney and Billy Myers Jr. And him. And we had some success. It was, uh, we won our first event. I'll never forget it. And he's like, Hey, what do you think? He was bowling for team USA at the time. And he had taken a couple trips around the world. So he said, Hey, what do you think about coming to Singapore with me and bowling this tournament over in Singapore? It's, you know, it's $20,000 for first. And, uh, you know, it, you know, it's, it's in a new, it's in a, another country. And, you know, you only have to average like 190, 195 to make money. I'm like, what? That can't be true. That's, 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 that's bullshit. There's no way. There's no possible way. He said, yeah, the lanes are impossible. And they give $100,000 for a 300 price. If anybody shoots 300 at any time, you get a hundred grand. Wow. So, and it's 30 games of qualifying. And then 12, and then they drop all the pins and then you bowl 12 games, uh, uh, 12 games from zero. And then top, excuse me, 30 games of qualifying, 36 make the cut. Then those 36 bowl 12 games, top three make the TV show. I said, well, yeah, and, and I get to explore, you know, explore another country. And, you know, and I said, yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a chance. So I took everything I had and I said, okay, let's go. I got on the plane. I said, you know, life's about experience. I was 24, I was 23 years old. And uh, I said, got to take a chance and see, you know, and see what this is all about. And man, that's a long flight. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of things. I, uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I was on the plane when they were still smoking in the back. Wow. That's, that's a, you know, uh, I'm like, yeah. what is this all about? So, uh, I got off the plane and I was like a deer in headlights. You know, I was kind of like most other Americans, you know, where we didn't, you know, if it doesn't happen in America, it doesn't happen. And, um, it was incredible the the reception and the treatment we got from the Singaporean people and the culture, uh, the, the Asian culture there, the Southeast Asian culture, and just everything they did for us. It was, was first class and first rate. And the tournament was incredible. And the lane condition was hard, uh, just like Robert uh, anticipated. But only four people bowled uh, average 200 for the wow. 36 games. And I was I, I led I actually led and I thought I was bowling bad because I was so used to the inflated scores in America. I only averaged like 216 for the event and I was way out in front. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, so long story short, uh, one of my friends also had the, I watched, I was sitting on lanes, sitting on the steps and I'm like, I'm watching this guy, this big Australian guy. And I'm like, he's got the front seven. And, and after they, in Singapore for the $100,000 um, prize, they, they would say, okay, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Wickelson on lanes three and four has the front seven strikes. Please step off the approach and let him commence number eight. <laughs> Sounds like Tuesday night league and output. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, but the problem is you'd never finish league Tuesday night because everybody's bowling 300 every other game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you step off the approach and then 
Frank's got to get up there and throw number eight. And then everybody starts bowling, and then they make the announcement. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Wow. So you, it's because it's an insurance clause to try to get you to think about it. And there's a big banner on the wall that says hundred thousand. So fast forward, my this this guy that I never met before, he's got they make the announcement. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm like, oh my God. Holy 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 shit, I'm gonna watch someone bowl three hundred for a hundred thousand dollars. I can't believe it. You know? And lo and behold. <laughs> He 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 didn't. He throws it bad and shoots 289. I'm like, wow. and then all my adrenaline got pumped. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna bowl 300. I'm gonna bowl 300. Long story short, I didn't bowl 300. Myself and Robert did make the TV show, and um, we lost to a Taiwanese spinner bowler. Uh, see? And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, cra- it was crazy, and we had about four or five hundred people watching us in the in a little 24 lane bowling center. They were packed in like sardines, screaming and yelling. And it was something I never experienced before in bowling. Now I had seen that kind of uh, response, you know, with my, with my chin strap on, wearing <laughs> the blue and white for Penn State, and you know, running out in front of a hundred thousand people in, in football. But I had never seen it like this for bowling before. So this is incredible. So from that tur- tournament and the, the great reception we got from Singapore, uh, I was then flown with a gentleman that knew Robert. They flew us to Korea to work with the Korean youth national team to teach them the big uh, power uh, power hook style. Um, and we've spent five days and they spent five days filming us um, every different angle. They took us out to eat every meal. It was just incredible. And, and at that, I got back on the plane and flew back home. And uh, I'll never forget it. My brother picked me up at the airport and I was bowling league at Dover Lanes in Dover, New Jersey. And I got in just in time. And I shot 826 that night. Uh, uh, off, off, off the plane, and uh, from that night, I, I just remember, guys. I just remember saying, I've just experienced something that I think is going to change my life. The world of bowling is way bigger than America, and the talent out there is is way bigger than anybody really realizes. And I think it's something I want to pursue. And at that time, when I did take take the trip over there, Storm, Corbett Austin, and Bill Christman, they gave uh, myself the big ball contract. We had four balls and two hundred dollars. <laughs> to go to, to 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 travel the world, and uh, you know they were a startup company. We were startup together, and um, it was like the perfect. I don't want to say you can call it for what you want. The perfect storm. I mean, everything just every just thing. Everything came together at the right time, and uh, that's really guys how it kind of started. Sorry for the long winded answer. No, really no, that's how. That's great. We love we love stories. That's great because awesome. you know what? Tim, we, 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 up a couple of questions. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, teed up a couple of questions. Yeah, I mean, so so that's how that's how it started, guys, and and it's just kind yeah. of morphed into its own animal since then. Wow. So Tim, um, just a quick thing: Are your golf courses open there? Because they're not open here. <laughs> yeah, the golf is open. You know, it's funny you say that because my my nephew is really good. My brother's son lives in uh, in Stroud in uh, Delaware Water Gap, Pennsylvania. Right. And he just he just actually he made it to the final round in the drive chip and putt this year oh, and nice. just missed just just missed it. And he's good. He's got he's he's a different he's a different kettle of fish. He's wow. he's got what it takes to play at the next level. So um, they act, he plays in the uh, the New Jersey uh, Jersey uh, Junior Tour, nice. uh, the Jersey Traveling Tour there uh, huh? in the East Coast Tour, and uh, they actually have uh, the kids the kids tour here. And they thought about driving out because the golf courses are closed there. Right. Uh, but I think I think from what I understand, there's a couple courses that just opened in Pennsylvania. Over uh, in the last couple of days. So if you want to get right. in your car and take 80 the other way, you know, just <laughs> well, uh, 
Yeah. Make sure you make sure you co- cover the New York plate. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll put a lot of tape on it. I'll put I'll put one of my uh, masks on it. But um, <laughs> we do have the courses open here, though. Jerseys are open, so you can go to Jersey. Oh, okay. But the, yeah, Staten there you go. Courses, the Staten Island courses, though, they're so close by. But the mayor, right. I'll save my. We don't talk politics, so I'm not going to talk sure. about our wonderful mayor. I don't know why he won't open the golf courses up. Just open them up. People want to play. <laughs> So people want to get outside, right? But yeah. right now, from what I understand, you guys said it's snowing. I took my walk this morning. It was 40, 46 degrees today at 11 o'clock here with the yeah. sun out. So it's cold. It's cold today. Cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, today yeah. it is cold. So what are the For sure. So the questions I had, Tim, is um, what what is it with those guys that throw that helicopter spin? And why does it work so well there? But if you were to take any of those bowlers and come here, I don't think that – that would work, right? I mean, I don't think. That's well, bad. listen, it's, 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 it's a great question. It's all based on lane conditions. And back then when I started traveling, and uh, you know, in the, in the early and mid-90s, uh, right. bowling was really, really popular in, in the Asian in, – in Taiwan and in China. Right. And it had a big boom. It was so popular that they had 24-hour waiting lists, and you didn't, you didn't have an opportunity to, you know, to even get on the lane. So you had to book it in advance. They didn't have an opportunity to, to even dress the lane. So what would happen was the obviously the, the the oil would go away from the front and carry down. They couldn't strip and reoil the lane. Right. And Kegel Kegel's prominence wasn't worldwide like it is now. So the lane maintenance um, the lane maintenance education wasn't worldwide like it is now. And right. uh, what they would do is a couple people Y C Ma's his name and C P Ho two real uh, older generation. Uh, uh, Asian ballers, they developed this helicopter style with an 11, 11, 10, 11 pound ball. And wow. it was all based on deflection. So when the lane conditions got really difficult, they ran you over. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you right now, if we would have, I could have flown a 747 of Taiwanese spinners when the US Open used to be at Carolier and it used to take <laughs> 205 to make the show. Right. The top, the top 24 would have been Taiwanese spinners. Wow. All of them. Wow. All of them. Because when the link conditions got hard, they never missed a spare. Right. And, um, and, and then I've been in some tournaments, guys, where I've watched them average 230 as well. You know, wow. so uh, the good ones are unbelievable. But because of the, the game has changed a little bit and the dynamics of the stripping and, and oil in the lane again have right. changed, you know, it's taken away. A couple of years ago, actually, I, actually, I think when Frank was still president out at the World Championships, um, the Chinese Taipei t- uh, team out at South Point had an incredible showing at the world championships. Uh, I think the all events gold medal winner was um, from, from Chinese Taipei and they're wow. all helicopter bowlers. And uh, yeah. I think the ladies Ty- Taiwanese actually won the gold in the trios as well. I think I, or, or a silver, they were up there. So it's wow. still prevalent when the, it's all based on scoring pace. So that's kind of the background of why they did it right. because of the lane conditions and, you know, not having the opportunity to, 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 to dress and reel the lanes. And, yeah. uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of where it originates from. Yeah, that so, intrigued me a lot. And they're fun to watch. So yeah. that release is that a variation? Like, can they do that and another release, or are they primarily that their release? Well, I think it's a great question. Uh, you know, a couple of guys can do both. You know, there was a great spinner bowler. His name was Krichawat Jampako. He was from Thailand, and he actually came to bowl. Frank, I don't know if you remember the international eliminator that used to be at. Uh, a uh, big mega buck tournament that used to be at Samstown and then it became the mini eliminator and it was ran by Steve Sanders 
um, uh, out out at the Orleans. That tournament was run at Samstown, and he came over, and the lane conditions usually were pretty difficult, and he made it all the way to the stepladder. And then the lanes got really easy in the, in, in the stepladder final and he, because he was probably going to win the tournament with a helicopter uh, shot. Well, he, as a mockery, because he, he could tell they changed the lane condition in the stepladder, he, he, he hooked the 11-pound ball on the fill ball and went 10 back for, for 259. So you got wow. a couple of guys that can do it. Wow. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's, it's very few. It's very few. Wow. That's, you know, how, how is that ball actually punched up? Is that ball drilled a little differently or no? Well, we had, the, the, we, at one time we were making some balls, some pancake weight blocks and some spinner weight blocks right. because, because the circumference of their, of their track is a circle. It's okay. really just like, it's really that big because right. it spins on that, on that ball. Right. You got to imagine it, it spins this way, but travels the other way. It's really wow. odd. So yeah, that, that um, really, really, wow. Yeah, it's it's a craft, um, and it's all their their balls are all based on deflection. Jeez. Just um, like just like their cheering methods. That methods. That's a that's a that's certainly yeah. a craft. Yeah, there's a method to their madness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, We should have them in action matches and at uh, Rabs late at night about four a.m. When, yeah. when there's no no oil in the front of the lane when. When 207 won the freeze out match would have been great. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would have been something to see for sure. Yeah. So, so, what, what, what would you say is the most uh, difficult out of all the places that you've that you've been at? Where is the toughest place that you've ever uh, bowled at? Toughest country. The toughest country. Oh, you know, those early trips to Asia were awfully difficult. Um, yeah. You know, just just because of the unknown you just didn't know what you, you think about getting on a plane flying 29 hours across the country one day of travel you know and then getting off the plane and all of a sudden realizing you're you're in trouble because your ball's not hooking down lane right. and you know you got to kind of take your take it on the chin take your medicine and you know if you could finish 15th and try to get some money back for your expenses and then get back on the plane and fly to the next destination, whether it's to Europe, whether it's to South America, Middle East. Um, I would say those early trips to Asia were incredibly difficult. And that's why it's been so difficult. Uh, you know, it was so difficult those years for, uh, I think, European bowlers and American bowlers to win. And um, when I started going over there, I just was able to, I was one of the unique, I had a unique uh, style of power and control um, that I was able to overpower things so I could get it up in the air and I could still hook it, uh, you know, when the lanes weren't hooking down lanes. So, um, you know, when I, when I was in really good shape, uh, you know, when I first started uh, this journey that I was on. So <clears throat> I think, yeah. I think to answer your questions, I, I pro pro probably that, probably that for sure. That's a good answer. Go ahead, now. you want to ask that question? Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, one of our guests has a question, uh, Kevin Rourke. The first, hmm. what were your thoughts the first time you saw Belmo Bowl, and when was that? Yeah, listen, I, you know, Jason, Jason and my relationships is is, is gone for 21 years now, so um, it's it's unique. It's like big brother, little brother. Um, you you know, you get it's it's for me kind of, um, you know, that everything's kind of come full circle. When I when I first met Jason, uh, I was invited to. Uh, a tournament that I had bowled the previous year, a Coca-Cola Skins Skins Game Challenge in Australia. So, wow. um, I went actually with my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. We were sitting in the stands. I'll never forget it. And I just was on Jason's show a couple 
I think last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about it. We were having a chat about it. And, you know, I see this young polished kid, this young kid, just, you know, no facial hair, no nothing. I mean, (laughs) just, just, just turned 16 years old a couple, a couple months before. And he's standing from the back of the approach and he's running to the foul line and he's got both hands on a ball. And he, and he, and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I, I turned to my, I turned to my wife, and by the way, the gentleman that I referenced earlier that had the front ten, yes, uh, in Singapore, his name was Andrew Frawley. He he has now oh, become sure. one of my best one of my best friends. He's made PBA TV show. Yeah, he's absolutely. The first Aussie male to make a PBA TV show. He's one of my best friends. But and and from from that trip in '96, we became dear dear friends and travel traveled the world together. So. What happened was he's telling me about this kid. We've been talking the whole time and, you know, and, and, and he's got a Brunswick shirt on and he's throwing a Brunswick uh, red alert ball. And I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I actually, I wish I could send you the picture. I have it on my phone, but I'm using my phone because my internet's not working great in my house because everybody's using the internet. So the connection is good. So my phone's better. I got a great picture of, uh, of Jason. The first time I ever met him on my phone. I, I should have sent it to Frank to you. Could, you guys could have posted it, but um. He, you know, he, I, so he does, he throws that shot. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. That's bullshit. Come on. Come on. Seriously. So then he does it again. And then he does it again. And then me and my, me, me and my wife are like, what the, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then pins are flying all over the place. And you could just see he had a confidence about him, you know, uh, 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 an aura about it. It was, di- it was different. It was something I had never seen before. So, I'd seen uh, we, Tony Lambert and a couple people with their thumb in it, two-handed, you know, when we bowled. But I'd never seen this delivery like this before in my life. And I'm like, I called Bill Crispin up and I said, Bill, I've seen something I've never seen before in my life. We got to get this kid some bowling balls immediately. <laughs> you know, and, and, then, and then we befriended one another. Uh, what I didn't know that four years er- or, uh, earlier that year, earlier when he was younger, he had come to bowl – uh, a tournament that I was bowling and he was hoping to watch me bowl, but he wasn't, he didn't make the cut. And, and then his parents drove him off. I ended up winning the bowling tournament that in Australia, the Manhattan super classic. But um, we, I thought we, we, we never met then, but that was our first chance meeting. And since then it kind of morphed into, we started traveling the tournaments in Europe, or excuse me, in Asia. And he would come to us with Asia. And then he, I was more like a mentor. I was being able to mentor him and, and a lot of conversations and, um, you know, I, I won a lot of bowling tournaments that he while he was in the field, so he got a chance to see me win, and win tournaments that I, you know, that I never thought that when I was way back in the pack, and then, you know, kept running and and showed the patience and the fortitude, and you know, because I, that was when I was in my prime, and uh, it helped it helped, uh, you know, his belief into thinking that hey, he could, he, you know, he could do some of these things as well, so. We started traveling not only in Asia, then we started traveling to the Middle East, then in Europe, and then we started getting him to come to the Mega Bucks in America, and uh, things just started, you know, turning full circle. And it, and I told these guys, you know, as he got better and improved, and you know, I bowled Jason. Uh, we've only bowled and we bowled, We actually ended up bowling in one final, in a title match in a big tournament actually, that was a, a PB, PBA title in the Middle East, the Bahrain Open. Um, but when I when when I bowled Jason, uh, it wasn't a title. Uh, but uh, Jesper won. I, Jesper Svensson won won a title for for uh, winning the Bahrain Open, and uh, I think I think Mika's got one as well. But it was a it was a PBA title there for a couple of years. 
And uh, I actually pulled Jason in the title match coming back from my shoulder surgery. And yeah, that's my claim to fame. I'm 1-0 against him in the title match. <laughs> that's pretty good. I had, to, I, I had to beat him twice. And I was throwing a 13-pound bowling ball. I was coming off my surgery. And uh, wow. luckily, luckily uh, I got Jason when he was a little younger than he is now. So, um, <laughs> you know, in his early tw- you know, 22, I think, or 22 or 23, as opposed to how old he is now. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to see what's transpired. I told people, wait until you see that when this kid gets it, he's going to run circles around everybody. And it's like, nah, no, he's not. You didn't come over here and dominate when you you bowled everybody and beat everybody around the world. You know, all the banter, all the crap that you got to listen to. Yeah, the chirping. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the chirping. And people didn't realize that I also had two holes in my shoulder when I joined the PBA well after my prime and had to deal with all the injuries that I've had to deal with. So I said, guys, you got no idea. This kid's got, you know, when he figures it out, it's going to be something, something special and unique and different. Yeah. And um, little did I know that it was going to turn into that I was going to be you know, part of the, you know, the, the guys that are, you know, that were instrumental and I was being going to be behind him in this journey of him being the greatest major champion of all time in our sport. I, you know, who would have thought you couldn't have predicted that I knew he was going to be special and great. Did I know he was going to break every major record in, in the sport in our sport? No, I didn't. Did I know he was going to win some majors and run circles around some guys? Heck yeah, I did. I knew that that was coming. And um, it's just, it's, it's been, it's been it's been amazing. It's been an amazing, amazing. Listen, I got a front row seat to history, guys. Yeah, a front row seat to history. So it's uh, Definitely. you know, we've got a special, unique relationship uh, with our communication, and I think that's why it works so well, guys. Is because I, you know, when he saw me bowling, he learned a lot of things about, you know, never quitting and you know, never giving up and giving, you know, getting every pin you can get, and uh, he takes that into his PBA regiment every day. And he, and he, and, he, and he trusts he trusts what I say and what our tour team says as well. That's great. But you said even at age sixteen that he was very poised and confident. Yeah, so- confident for sure. Confident. Yeah. Yeah, almost to a, a young a young a young I don't want to say arrogance. It just, but you could see that he he felt like he was the he was one of the best. Yeah. You know, and and then. Like everybody else, when we're 15 and 16 and 17, you all think you're invincible. Oh yeah. And then you, yeah. you take you take it on the, you take it on the chin a little bit. You take yep. a couple lumps, and then you realize, hey, maybe I'm not. You know, and yeah. you know, then when when he started traveling, he didn't win everything. You know, and you know, other people were winning. You know, I was winning a lot more at that time. You know, in tournaments that he was in, and then all of a sudden, you know, the the he flicked the switch. Right. And then he, and then he, and then he and then he kind of honed his game. Yep. And he honed his craft and honed his skill. And if you watch Jason from old tapes of when he bowled when he first came out in 08, 09, and then watch him now, he's a different bowler. You know, he's he when I say different, he's a more polished bowler. Yeah. He's more un- under control. Yep. If you look at how he's taking care of his body type, he's lost weight and he's really taking care of his craft. And you know, yep. he's the best on the planet. For sure, uh, there's no doubt in that. For sure, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. So I think I'm gonna get off bowling for a second, and I brought the football. So Tim, it's <laughs> time to get into uh, a little birdie. Told me, not really a little birdie. Told me, I did some reading up on you that one of your favorite, favorite football movies is Remember the Titans. Oh, no doubt about it. It is. I, uh, you know, that's that's you, you've done your homework. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> remember, remember the remember the Titans is uh, it's great you know, movie. I just, I, 
it's a, it's an amazing sports movie. It, yep. it, it teaches a great lesson. True actually, yep. it, it's a, a true story. Yep. It's actually a lesson that I think we need in society today. I wish there were more things like that with all the, you know, with all the, um, the tension, and the, divide. Know, the tension yeah. divide, the racism, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, the banter back and forth, yep. you know, that, that, that movie teaches a light, a lot, a lot of life lessons. And yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people could learn a lot of stuff, you know, going to watch that movie. Um, you know, football was, is, was very instrumental in my life, my whole life, all the way up through college. And actually still was instrumental in my life today because a lot of the life lessons I learned, you know, playing uh, youth football, uh, high school football, and then walking on and, and being part of the Penn State football team, um, all the and playing for Joe Paterno, for me, right. the greatest, the greatest teacher yeah. of team sports and team unity and team environment in the history of our, our country um, is uh, those lessons I carry today you know, in my job, you sure. know, uh, trying to be prepared, yep. uh, you know, how you treat people, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated, right. uh, the respect level and, and, and just, uh, you know, trying to do the right thing. That's, that's how, I, that's how I, that, and I learned all those things, you know, in, in football. Yeah. I mean, if you look at how many guys that he actually had, you know, play guys that mm -hmm. got drafted uh, linebackers, especially right. Guys like uh, Buttle, uh, Mel, uh, Jack Ham. Jack Jack uh, Ham uh, Millen and I think uh, I think there was an old school guy back in the '70s played for the Dolphins on the perfect team. I think uh, Brzezinski played there too. I think. Yeah, there's there's been uh, that's the that's the one beautiful thing that I'm so lucky now for the rest of my life of being a Penn State you know Letterman and football alumni is um, we have a, we have a whole Letterman lounge. Uh, dedicated to us at at, at the uh, oh, wow. excuse me at 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 the stadium wow. so yeah all right mike i like that we are penn state let's right. <laughs> so, see that guys that's great but there's a whole letterman lounge there so before the games you know it, we, we get up there we get to mix and mingle with all the classes that's and great. all the graduate all the graduates you know i'll go back and franco harris will be up there and oh, you know jack ham will be there and uh you know, my roommate, Kajana Carter, you know, he comes back. OJ McDuffie, dear sure. friend of mine, dear friend of mine from the played for the Miami Dolphins, was one of my teammates. Yeah, sure. Kerry Col Collins, Kyle Brady, you know, these are all my teammates that I played. And we go back, and this is generations. Uh, and we have all of our teams that uh, played the records. And it's it's just a it's 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 a great thing. And for the rest of my life, for home games, I don't need a ticket. All of our Letterman, we we go down on the sidelines. And um, are able to mix and mingle and support our team, and uh, I think James Franklin's done a great job embracing the Letterman, and right. you know, uh, very, 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 very thankful for what he's brought to our program, uh, uh, bringing back uh, a lot of the traditions that you know that that, that Joe has held, and uh, you know that, that we held that when I was there. So it's 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 very meaningful and great. It's great. Well, I mean, yeah, I, you, I mean, bringing up those guys' names. You know what? My favorite back, even though everybody, I love Fra Franco was the man, but sure. um, being I'm a Jets fan, I could say that my favorite back coming out of there, maybe Blair Thomas. Blair Thomas, I, great, great player, unbelievable. He was player. good, but with the Jets, he was a little up and up and down. But sure, you know what? I loved Lydell Mitchell played for the Baltimore Colts. Amazing, amazing. That guy was a stud. Played with, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, played with Burt Jones and. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think who else was on that team. Man, Char Char Charlie Charlie Pittman, another great Penn Stater that yeah. played played in the yeah. league. Um, 
Yep. Listen, the, the list goes on and on and on. And I think the one thing that I that, that I was able to learn at Penn State also is, uh, you know, first off, we we're, you have to go to class. You yeah. Know, you actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, you ha- you actually have to do the work and yep. put the time and put the effort in. And and and, and being a college uh, uh, student athlete is 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 is, is not easy. Yeah. Uh, the the because of the requirements that the program puts on you as far and the educational requirements. The Penn State University puts out there, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult. So um, it teaches you discipline. It teaches you time management. It teaches you uh, autonomy. And um, I think if you look at all the people that have come through that program and look at those, you know, the Penn State graduates that went through that experiment, look at what they've done in society and other areas and other avenues. You right. know, um, we've got Grammy Award winners with Mike Reed. You, you know, uh, as a pianist and sure. and a great great football player, you know we've got people that have, you know, have gone to have uh, incredible athletic careers. You know, in, in other, other other sports, I'm pretty confident I'm the only PBA world champion. Baller. <laughs> so I've, I've got I've got something over every other Penn State football player, which is which is in my pocket, which I'm I'm very proud of. That's, um, cool. That's really cool. Uh, which is which is which is really unique. Which is really unique. So it's funny you brought that up, Reed. This guy played for the Bengals. I'm I'm going to say back in the. Back in the seventies, he was a defensive guy. Was as big as a house, and he yep. and he was a concert pianist. Played concert, yeah. and he was a defensive tackle. Like five, God only knows what, what he weighed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing stories, guys. Yeah. Amazing. That's that's great. You know that, that that's the beauty of Penn State, and and actually this 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 last football year was the first time uh, I've ever gotten to see a game. Uh, since 1988, before I had gone, before I got into university, I was one other time in the stands. Um, with, I went with my wife to have her have the Penn State experience, and we sat in the stands. But I obviously went down through the Letterman Lounge where the game and and what have you, and tailgated with a lot of my former teammates, and uh, you know went down on the field to say hi to the guys. And but the experience it was the whiteout when we played Michigan. Okay, and, and, and we were able to beat him pretty pretty handily. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. Whole stadium shaking. I'm like, wow, you don't you don't realize you don't realize it because you're down on the field, you know, and you're in the trenches. It's uh, it's it's for me five years, four and a half, five years of the best time of my life. That's great. Really, man. some of the best times of my life. Yeah, it's great. it's great. I actually, guys, I actually go back there. I've had seven left knee surgeries. And three right shoulders, and all of my all of my orthopedic surgeries and injections are still done at Penn State today to this day, um, because the orthopedic surgeon, his name is Dr. Wayne Sebastianelli. Uh, we all call him Sebas. He's and and uh, you know he's been able to patch me together and keep me together. Um, you know he was there when I was there. Uh, Corey Sefcheck is uh, his assistant. Those guys, you know, I trust those guys and Dean Plafkin. Those guys were all there when I was there playing football. So, um, and they're still there to this day. So, uh, you know, it's one of those trust things. So I actually drive seven and a half hours to wow. go see my, my orthopedic surgeon. Well, if you're driving that long, they're going to be taking care of you. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Hey, must so, be. Great. They got to be good. Yep. Uh, hey, Kevin had another question here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure, guys. Sure. Back to bowling, which, and, and this is one of Joe's favorite questions to ask. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Ask it. Go ahead. No, no. I want you to ask it. You want me to ask it? Yeah. Okay. So, Fire away, guys. <laughs> we wanted to know who your toughest opponent in the East Coast area was back in the day. Ooh, that's a great question. That's See, but then with that one, you got to say you probably bowled against so many people and so many talented bowlers. 
don't want to insult anyone, but that's a tough question, right? Because hard to pick one, guys. Hard to pick one. I'll tell you yep. why. Yeah. If you if you look at the history of our sport and look at the, how many Hall of Famers and PBA champions and uh, just champions in anything, because to win a six gamer at Rabs Country Lanes isn't easy. Right. You're talking about some of the best of the best of the best to ever play our sport come from the East Coast. Some of the best. You know, um, Chris Fialli was an incredible bowler. Sure. You know, um, Rudy Kazimakis was a, an incredible bowler. Um, right. I'll, I'll throw out some other names, some older names that you got. John Gualtieri, yep. you know, uh, an amazing player. You know, out, out in the island, I, you know, I, I remember a couple guys out in the island that could really pull. You know, Anthony Vigliotti was a good, you know, a nice young local talent there. Yeah, Jeff Sheray was another another great local talent there. Birthday um, today, by the way. It's just you know, John, you know, John Rome, wherever I roam, you know, you got a really you know, you know, you had a lot of guys that were young that Jeff Kubizak, I mean, he won every junior tournament known to mankind out there. Um, I'm just throwing some names out, guys, of you know, Dave Carter and uh Patrick Allen. You know, the, the, the Patrick Allen, you know, and 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 the list goes on and on. You know Tom Brennan and 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 guys I bowled JBTs with, um, you know Mike DeLiss and Tom McGimsey and just just there's so many great great names. I remember Paul Lavoy Jr. was up a uh, you know got great great bowler up in up in Rhode Island area and uh, just there's just so many. It's hard to pick one guy, guys, and and I think that's why uh, it's so um, unique uh, that because the talent pool was so big in in, in the East Coast. We had so much success going out to the West when we bowled the Mega Bucks or 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 bowling any of the any of the uh, PBA events. Ryan Schaefer is another great you know oh, great sure. East Coast East yeah. Coast talent. You know, um, yeah. you know you can you can you can go on and on and on and on uh, of guys that uh, were just you know that won 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 tournaments and won a lot of tournaments. You know, um, it's hard to uh, pick one, um, but all those guys that I mentioned and. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving out a lot of guys, you know, uh, Pat, Pat Healy, Jr. Niagara Falls. Oh, I mean, sure. uh, and, and, and Mike Newman, Buffalo. I mean, come on. Mike Newman was one of the greatest bowlers, you know, of our generation. Dave Gwinden, Brad Kazuski, you know, you, you're talking about uh, Brad Angelo. You're talking about upstate New York, but uh, all those guys came out to, to the East coast and Willie Willis, another great bowler from the East coast that bowled back in the day, um, you know, and, but, you know, Buzz Goodman, you know, there, there's just so many, so much talent. Yeah, sure. You know, Joey Hutchinson. There's so much talent from generation. That's the great thing about bowling. You know, I just named a bunch of generations, but I also had the opportunity to bowl against a lot of those guys out out there as well. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it's really a who's who in bowling out there. You know, yeah. in in the in the tri-state area, and you know, you know the 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 ghost that rabs country lanes. I've they should have some stories back there for sure. I, I, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, there's more than a couple. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I remember bowling Rick Guevara, Filipino guy, real nice guy. We bowled an action match there. And the only, you know, he had, he had, he got the better of me. I think I felt like we bowled 45 games, but we had everybody in the back betting and uh, they closed us down because I was starting to make my comeback. The lane was just starting to come to me. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I never got a chance to get one up on him, but I'm sure. You know, so many great memories in Rabs Country Lanes there that, uh, you know, I uh, I miss I miss I miss coming back and bowling on the East Coast for sure, guys. Well, you know what? You're always welcome to come back, right? The door, the doors. You could pick one here, pick one down there, pick a door on Highland Boulevard. You're welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, Ray Ray Larson in the pro shop there were always so great. Those guys are so great over the years. 
um, yep. you know, just amazing people and uh, really, you know, took care of bowling there and, um, you know, nothing but great things to say about those guys. And I really hope that you guys, you know, everybody there at Rabs gets, we get up going soon and, you know, we got to be positive about what's going on right now. So, you know, Ray can service the bowlers. You guys can service the bowlers, you know, whoever's, you know, in, in your arena there can really take care of your customers so we can get back to, uh, you know, doing what we, we all love to do is, which is being around bowling and, you know, you know, doing the sport that gives us so, all so much joy. Yes, for sure, your, Tim. Your lips. Yep. Yes, your lips. God dear. Well, I'm going to light my candle when we get back to church. I can't, I, <laughs> I can't get it. Amen, man. But in my mind, the candles I'm going to light first are for all my friends, my family. But then the next candles, open the bowling alleys, open the golf, golf courses. courses. Please. <laughs> open them up. Please. Yeah. Let's hope, let's hope it happens soon, guys. Like I said, yeah. let's, I think we're, uh, you know, we're, we're trending on the right side of this curve, hopefully. Yep. And uh, just be smart and, you know, be vigilant. For sure. Without a doubt. Hey, yeah. I got to, you know, I want to, in, in the background there, you've got a lot of trophies. I was oh, going to yeah. say that. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if you it's had like an award if, center, you had a you had to pick one. What's your most prized uh, possession uh, on that back wall there? Uh, I, there's a couple back there. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I'm going to move the camera with you. All right, I'm going to take the moving camera with you. I'm going to walk back with you. It's a road and, trip. Um, road trip. You know, uh, I'll take I'll take us down memory lane here. So, um, I don't know if I can flip the camera, but uh, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll flip it here. We'll see, you'll, you'll see. Still team Tim Mac, the Penn State football, my Penn State football plaque. Nice. But uh um yeah, this is a just just some of the international tournaments that I was able to I was able to come up with Korea and then uh, Sweden and wow. then Korea again and then Singapore. But I'll tell you I'll tell you the one guys that takes the cake for me, and Frank will probably appreciate this and uh I keep it in this special this special uh oh, there you go. It's, it's, oh, it's there special. Membership card. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's my membership card that goes right in here. Um, and uh, and there's some there's some really important things in here. Uh, my Sam Ho Cup ch uh, trophy here uh, is is very important to me uh, because that was my first giant uh, uh, professional title and over there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just I didn't realize that you know I, I left all these in the basement. Uh, to be honest with you guys, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, Look at my cat. He's just decided to take over my spot here. So. <laughs> um, let me get back to some normalcy here, guys. Sorry about that. All right. But, yeah. um, Good trip to take. Yeah, uh, th th Those trophies were, were actually in my basement until 2018. Wow. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because I had to get something out because Jason Thomas said, well, we got to come to your house and film you. <laughs> We're going to do the interview for the USBC, uh, for the USBC Hall of Fame. I'm like, whoa, geez. So my we had this nice TV thing here, and I'm like, well, we could put some stuff up for when they, uh, you know. So I brought some of my trophies upstairs and displayed them. And um, then, you know, when you can't bowl, because I had quite a long time where I couldn't bowl for quite a long time, you realize how important some things are to you. You start reminiscing and you start saying, man, what a what, what a fun time, what an amazing ride, and what an amazing run it was. Wow. And um, so, but also I use it now as a motivating, motivating tool for me, right. To, um, to want to, uh, push harder and, and try to make, you know, you know, another little baby comeback and, and leave this sport on my terms and stop bowling when, when I want to say I'm done, not because my body quit or because I had, you know, my seventh 
knee surgery on my slide legs, which which has been very difficult. So, um, I, I you know it's it, it's a good reminder, and also um, you know it, it, it's a good memory, and it's I, I like spend a lot of time down here. I'm actually sitting at my my little kitchen table with um, with my my backdrop, my TV, where I spend most of my time. Um, so it's uh, I think I think they could be you know you, you could it's, you use them as your benefit, you know you. So I use them as motivation now. Nice. I'm sure you're the one dusting that and not Brenda. <laughs> well, well, Brenda's, Brenda's, you know, I'll show you Brenda. She's over here. Uh, <laughs> you know, what, what, what people, what people don't, what people don't realize about Brenda. I'll turn yeah. this on for you. That's her PWBA. Wow. Uh, big trophy when she won the national the, the title. But um, as you can see, that's the USBC women's championship. My, uh, my wife has three USBC open titles. Okay. Wow. <laughs> women's titles, women's titles, US in the USBC championships. She's got 17, she's got 17 top fives in 17 years wow. uh, in the USBC open women's championships. That's amazing. And yeah. And, and she's got a PWA title. She, she's a, she's a former uh, all American at, ne at Nebraska and a national champion. She was a great, great bowler. And then, you know, wow. unfortunately the, the women's tour, the women's tour, you know, yeah. went down when she was in her prime. So, um, she, uh, I think she's a USBC Hall of Famer. If uh, you know, uh, on on her record, if she gets her twenty years in, um, yeah. but you know, so you know, that's the goal for her. Um, uh, I know somebody's putting her on the nomination. So it would be it be it would be just the icing on the cake for our family if that you know were ever to happen. Um, but. You know her USBC record in the Open Championships for the ladies is 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 impressive, no doubt. And she's and she's and she has some great company. She's got some great teammates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's uh, well. Listen, um, still one of the greatest days of my life, and uh, you know, being there, I, I, it's still surreal to me. I I'll never carry that card. That thing will be protected. My membership will be protected <laughs> forever. I can tell you. So it's just, um, Frank. You, I don't. You know, I. You don't know, but you're probably top five of the greatest phone calls I've ever received in my life. Uh, you know, so, well, I'll take that. I'll take that till my last breath. Well, I have cool. to, I, and and I appreciate that. I have to say, those phone calls were probably one of of the things that I've had to do in that job. That was probably one of the, my sure. favorite things to get to do was right. to call the Hall of Famers to to let them know that they've been inducted. And I've got some funny stories. I think <laughs> yours is good. Tennille Milligan's is probably one of the best. She was uh, in the bowling center, I, I don't know if world championship, whatever it was, she started crying and, and she, could, they, we could, she couldn't talk about why she was upset. <laughs> and then she ran into the bathroom oh my God. and they're like, Tanil, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Fine. And meanwhile, she's like, I, I can't even say what's wrong with you, but I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not dying. I didn't get a call from my doctor. That's great. Uh, but I have some <laughs> really funny, but yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I can only imagine, Frank. It must have been an unbelievable I mean, unbelievable. You know, you're, you're, you're making, listen, how many millions of members have we had? And there's 440 in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah think, think about that. Three yeah. years the of ABC, ABC, USBC, yeah. how, 150 million members maybe in the course of a lifetime of the organization, maybe more. No, it, it's the pinnacle. Listen, for, that is the pinnacle achievement in our organization in sport, right? It, it, it's, it's, it's our Cooperstown. Right. It's, it's, our, cool. it's our, you know, it's, it's, Yep. It's yep. our Cooperstown. It's our Canton, Ohio. Yep. You know, that's what I call it. 
you know, I think the two most important, like you said, I'm sorry to cut you off, Frank. Uh, I think the two most important Hall of Fames in our sport are the PBA and the USBC. Those are the those are the ones that are, I mean, that's that's Mount, Mount Rushmore in our sport. Yeah, and, and Tim was inducted in the, in the pioneer category, which is in its own in its own yeah. right. I saw it on the call, which I, I yeah. think is really cool when yeah. you really think about uh, being inducted into a Hall of Fame. And then you have performance, and so right. performance is based on a resume, right? And so there are requirements, and to be recognized by your peers right. in these. Uh, even meritorious service, that's not clear, clean cut. Right. Uh, but then to be elevated in, into the even veterans and the pioneer category, it says a lot about what you've achieved in your career. And so when you look at Tim's career and his Hall of Fame, uh, the video, and of course the street stickers with it, the story, put it all together, really tells the story of why uh, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in the pioneer category, which I think says a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was it was amazing, Frank. You know, for me, when you start thinking about looking back on it, you know, and, and I had a number of people said I could have gone in, in in the performance category because of what I achieved as a bowler, you know, worldwide and winning more tournaments than any bowler has ever won in the history of our country outside of our country. And you know, you know, doing that as a USBC ABC member and carrying our, uh, you know, the good faith of our sport around the world, um, you know, and being on Team USA and you know, winning the medals I won. Uh, you know, but to 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 to, to go in as a, someone that's changed the sport and made a difference, and uh, you know has been a kind of a trailblazer type deal is, you know, is something that you know very few people can say in the entire planet, and yeah. um, it makes it means a great deal to me um, because you know as my plaque reads, you know, you can read my bowling accomplishments, but also to know that you know I basically brought the whole entire world closer together to to make this sport a more global. Uh, you know, phenomenon and, and get people to understand how great it is and to change people's lives is, you know, it's incredible. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it really is incredible. And, and it is. And, and kudos to you and, and, and awesome. And you're still doing it. So it's not like your career yeah. is over. Yeah. We're not starting. We're not stopping. I'm going, <laughs> we're going full go. And uh, you know, I'm committed guys to when this thing breaks out, we'll, we'll get over there and we'll, we're going to, we're going to keep, we're going to keep helping. I got one more question for you from a viewer. Uh, if you bold Brenda tonight, who wins? If I bold Brenda tonight, who wins? Ooh. Oh boy! Be careful. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, man. She's uh, you know, um, that's one of my joys is when I do get to come home to bowl league with her. Uh, we sub in a league here at Hindle Lanes here in in Indianapolis, um, and she she's on the team regularly. But um, you know, when I was traveling so much, I didn't get a chance to bowl, but. Uh, it's one, one, one of the things I really enjoy is just that I get out and I spend some time with her. But uh, she's, she's still really competitive and still really good when she wants to be. Um, uh, I, I might beat her for a couple of games, but I think if we had to bowl more than five games, I think she might take me out because uh, you know, she, might have to, she might have a little more stamina and steam than me. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be a good, uh, it'd be a good match. I can tell you she's, she's a heck of a heck of a bowler and uh even a better person. Wow, that's very diplomatic. That's answer. a very fair answer. Yeah, that's very, that's very yeah. Fair. That's we've got some battles. I mean, I remember bowling at in in Bowler City in New Jersey. You guys obviously know where Bowler City is there in Hackensack. Yep. And I just got a couple of new balls punched up, and uh, you know we were practicing, and and I I remember this because it's the one ball that I ended up shooting three hundred in Singapore for the hundred thousand dollars with. I was using a Deuce X Factor, and Brenda was using one of her new balls. And uh, we both had the front 11, and she finished first, and she shot 299. 
or she finished first and then I had to come up and she's, you're not going to beat her, are you? And I'm like, I'm not going to let her win. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we, we've had some great, great, great times, but, um, you know, one of the, one of my great things was, was getting the opportunity to bowl with her in the USBCs, but now the, the rule changes, I can't, I can't do that. Unfortunately, um, you know, with, uh, my wife's, my wife's not a bowler anymore. She's a, she's a medical ICU nurse. She won her, she won her PWBA title, you know, 19 years ago. Um, she bowls three games every three weeks. Um, you know, and, uh, I mean, I'm 48 going on 49 with 15 surgeries in and she's, uh, she's 46 now. So I hope, um, you know, hope, hope one day we get a chance to, to do it again together and, and bowl together. Cause it's, it's a lot of fun to, to, to be on the lanes with her. That's great. That's great. Very nice. And come bowl a mixed league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Why you, that's why I have leads. <laughs> hey, Tim, uh, you're awesome. We really appreciate you, you, uh, dropping you in. You guys are great. Okay. Yep. Uh, hey, stay safe, stay healthy. Yes, please. Uh, say hello. And, uh, we will look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, listen, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I know I talk a lot. I love the football. It's good. It's good. Ready to catch it. There you go. Well, I, uh, I really appreciate you guys and uh, keep doing these shows. Really, they, they help the bowling public. They help your local community. They help you uh, in general. Um, you're uh, uplifting, uplifting people everywhere, and, and and they make an impact. They make a difference. And um, I promise you guys, I miss Rabs. I miss Country Lanes. I miss all my Statline friends out there. Uh, you know, send my regards to everybody out there and stay safe. And I look forward to getting back out in the East Coast soon. And you know, God bless you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Me too. Thank Take you. Care, we'll talk to you. Thank, thank you. Cheers, guys. Take See care. you guys. All right. Bye bye. Wow, it was good. Uh, he's he's awesome. See, my my prop worked. It I said I'm good. gonna bring the prop. <laughs> I was telling Frankie. Here's a funny story. I was going to put air in it before Nas. This ball hasn't had air put in it probably in about a good 15 years. I put the pin in, and the minute it it went in, I heard. Oh, no. I said, I think I just broke the little rubber bladder that's in there with the pin. It was probably so dried out. So the poor ball will never be full again. It's fine. It's, it's now with deflatable. You got to put it in a case. It's an order. I had it in yeah. a case. Oh, okay. This is an autographed ball for those of you out there. I don't know if you could tell because I had it laying this way, but that's Terry Bradshaw, the one and only. I got Howie Long, number 75 from the LA Raiders. I got Chris Collinsworth of the Cincinnati Bengals fame. And I got James Brown, who started his announcing career, not Hot Tub James Brown, but started on Fox and now is the host of CBS NFL Today. But this ball was signed in 1996 on the set out in L.A. And uh, a very good friend of mine who used to work with me uh, was very good friends with Howie Long. And he did me a solid. And Howie said, even though he's a Jets fan, I'll sign it for him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a segment of show and tell. There you yes. go. Show show and tell. There you go. So I just thought it was good with Tim Mack being the ex-football player. I, it. I, awesome. nice. I brought it in. I just deflated Very the nice. damn ball. Oh, I can never fill it up again. But anyway, what do you got? It still looks for, it's yeah, only yeah. for display. It's show and tell. Yeah. So Yeah, and uh you know, talk a little bit about so Tim, of course, kudos to his wife, and, and she's got a, oh, had a great, and she's still a great career in the lanes. I, if I remember, uh, her teammates bowled with Shannon O'Keefe, uh, and then fellow uh, New Yorker Amanda Beck, uh, and they were, had one when they were here in Syracuse. She uh, keeps adding to that 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 list. So uh -huh. I would be another husband and wife duo in the Hall of Fame potentially. Yeah. Uh, she's with her time and uh, to be considered. So that's pretty cool. I, yeah. You know what? I think we have to host a tournament here when things are back to whatever normal is going to be. <laughs> we got to get. 
Tim and his wife to come, the Bones, <laughs> yeah. the Kents, the Ballards, the Barneses, oh everybody. Let's have a bowl off here. Oh boy. Let's have a bowl. Husband and wives. Yeah, and then I think we could do some play-by-play. -play. Just turn the tables around, put them on the promenade, and we're good to go. I think, uh, you know, Linda's hung up her shoes for the most part. But, you know, I think we can, listen, I think you can get her out. I think we, they might get Entirely their juices flowing again. She's a, all about competition. Yeah. And then I think we have to have Tim come back, and maybe we'll get Jeff and John Rome and get the guys and maybe have a little action bowling back here again. You know, uh, Kevin said it, and I thought and at Kevin the same too. time. Uh, Think about the memory that he has. Yeah. He's, he's like Joe Cal. He's almost, I think he's a little better than me. I think he's a little better than me. Yeah. I'm and getting older now, so he's a little better. You know, you have such a, uh, he's had such a long career, this great career yeah. and yeah. very different career. Yeah. Uh, and so obviously people have still left a lasting impact on him through all this time to then come back to your roots. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's awesome. I think yeah. That's he really had, cool. he really did have a, a very different road that he took, not the typical yeah. road. Yeah. Uh, you know, even before he started, uh, when he talked about his international play, I mean, he would, he, he, I believe was literally, he would bowl anything. Like he would be here bowling in tournaments. He bowled in tournaments in Jersey. And that's how he knew so many, you know, he knew Vigs, he knew John Rome. Yeah. He, you know, he bowled uh, sure, right? TJBs TJ, with yeah. a lot of these yeah. guys. So yeah. he was yeah. definitely, um, uh, bowling in pretty much any any place he could get a game. Listen, yeah. when, you, when you're uh, and we talk about this all the time, and the kids being very lucky that affording the opportunity to though go do it, you've got to be parents or family yeah. or friends pick up get everybody in the car. Think about what you 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 guys did. Yeah, you know, uh, sure. uh, yeah. The Cuba Sacks and Houseman getting folks when, uh, when, in a right, car. Journeys, right? right? Taking and, journeys. And listen, uh, you know, uh, at the time, uh, both Ray and I were working. So we were fortunate. I mean, Pellegrino, Mike Pellegrino would load the kids in the car every weekend. And, you know, there would be like probably, I think about it now, it makes me cringe a little bit, but <laughs> there would probably be like eight kids in the car. And uh, as Mike just tooling down the highway off to another <laughs> tournament. And, with with uh, the trunk like this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Flintstones and, call. Uh, the balls down the, the car. Yeah, and, uh, but you know what? He did it. You know, he was another one who really, he wanted to see his kids compete. He, he loved those events. And you know what? It was it was what it was what they did on weekends. Yeah, so. that's great. We got to we got to call. Uh, speaking of Mike Pellegrino, we got to call him. I think get him on. We, we should have get him, him on. on. We need to get Mike Pellegrino. Talk on about the show. stories because because Joe next week. Yes, uh, a mutual friend of Mike's and ours because he's out in Vegas. Uh, so next week we have the one and only Wendy McPherson uh, as our guest on uh, Saturday. Yes, so next yes. Saturday, and Mike and Wendy are. Oh, good friends. Yeah. Good. So uh, I think we need to, we might have, oh, you know, if you ever see them together, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to break Wendy's chops about this because we, we laugh about this a lot. Uh, to see them together, it's almost like the daughter he never had because she breaks. <laughs> well, he does. He does. Balls. does have a daughter. Yeah. He will be another daughter. The then. daughter. Thing, right. Yeah. yeah another, well, she's the daughter. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, well, I just, oh, my God. We need to. I know what we need to get, Mike. Uh, get him on. Mike is a, on. is a he's he's a bull buster anyway. And yeah. when he oh. knows he when he when he really knows somebody, he's good at he's good at twisting them. He yeah. Really last time good. I saw him, he was sitting behind Rhino Page on TV on one of the shows. Yeah. When he was yeah. sitting behind Rhino yeah. when he was bowling. Yeah, he dipped yeah. his toe and he's he's yeah. helped bring up some of those bowlers. Yeah. Uh, Rhino is one of them. Yeah. And yeah. Rhino, uh, Rhino is the other one that's got some good stories yeah. with Mike. You got him in your contacts. Get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'll reach out to Mike to see if I'm definitely going to do that. 
Kathy even talks about taking Jason all over. Kathy has dr driven her son all around the country yeah. uh, to provide that opportunity for him yeah. to go and bowl. And I mean, that, that and she, her amongst the other parents, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's one it, of the things that parents do when yeah. the kids are it's in sports, yeah. right? And, and Or into something and without even having to push them. Uh, oh, and it's not an easy thing to do. No, but. absolutely. And you go back yeah. to like Tim's stories, being able to do that. that that's yeah. just something yep. Yep. Uh, we all love. Hey, uh, so we were talking about the weather before. Oh, my God. Uh, I got an And that's why I'm bundled up. Plus, we're right <laughs> under the, the air conditioning yeah. vent. Yep. And I, when I saw the table was moved, yeah. I was like, no, because it was blowing on my back <laughs> when we were over there. Yeah. And I, I'm. So I, we came into the tundra because this is the coldest part yeah, of the right building. Here. Yeah. The and now, right this here. This yeah. here, yep. this is the return for the for the fan. So this, if when you bowl, I have to say, yes. bowling here on Tuesday nights is awesome because right. you get you slide up to the line, you get that nice little, a little breeze. Bit, you especially breeze. if you're feeling a little warm. Yeah, yeah. I did. I have to say, I apologize. We moved to get out of the way of Jimmy and Michael, who didn't, didn't come today. Yeah, where, where are they? Jimmy told me yesterday when he left, he was going to come in today, which I. But if you wanted to, no big deal. Hero has a birthday hangover. Hero, I think, is here. I think I heard him. He's got a birthday hangover, I'm sure. They're working Too much cake. They're working something. on 15 and 16, and I was trying to be out of, out of their way. No, and they I asked know. us I to go this way. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't look up. I didn't take this in consideration. It's okay. No, it's okay. So I'm we're close to my to locker again. over here. I like my locker behind one and two. It's, it's, <laughs> I get to say hello. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> Oh, and of course you could claim them on your taxes, all those those, <laughs> those trips, right? So anyway, so speaking of the cold weather, and we feel like we're in the tundra. I have a, the old photo that I'm going to share today. Oh boy, uh, this is from the blizzard of 2010. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Can you remember that? Oh my that? god! Oh no! Yes. I have the one from '96. Oh. I, I have to find it, but I know I have the photo from 1996. That was worse. That was worse. Yeah. And I have the. I remember coming in here with my dad. We had we barely got to the door on Highland yep. Boulevard. Uh, and I have the pol Polaroids from inside the building that you couldn't see out the door. Yeah. This was pretty close, but this yeah, we had blizzards in eight, ten, twelve. Yeah, uh, every every two years. Every two years yeah. we were having crazy. That was but crazy. yeah. This is the blizzard of, of ten. Oh my god, I remember that blizzard. Digging out, you know, it's funny when, when we have to do this. Digging out is not always fun, but that awning, uh, getting the snow off that off awning, awning is always fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. because that could collapse <laughs> if you don't get it's, it off there quick it's enough. It's going it on somebody. That, yeah, that snow is falling yeah. on. Yeah. Somebody. So uh, we're, I mean, we're in May. And we've got this crazy cold weather. Yeah. Uh, and upstate New York, they've got snow. They don't have snow like this. Yep. No, Brad had some snow. They've got snow. Up there in Binghamton. Yeah, yeah. I think. It's, uh, uh, blizzard uh, winds. Poconos yeah. had some snow Poconos too. Poconos did too, yeah. yeah. Yep. Poconos? Yep. Today wasn't golf weather. Don't poke your nose. Don't touch your face. Don't poke your nose. Don't touch your face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Today oh, wasn't golf so weather. Too, too cold. Too cold. Yeah, a little cold. Yeah. Uh, Joe, yesterday, you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but, you know, that weather – that rain came, we would we would have made it for our. I know. Family. Don't think I wasn't looking as I was working and looking at the time on the you bottom of the screen. Texted me in the morning. I texted these guys. I said <laughs> we would have been all right. It's going to start raining just as we would have went into the tent to have lunch. And, and sure that's enough, happened about three years in a row. Right now, as it would have been raining right, right as we got the to end. Wait, that, a couple of years ago with that downpour. Oh my god! The sun was still out. Yes. Right, it was the downpour. The last yeah. foursome had come up. Yeah. Foof. Yeah. I remember that. And that then one we're too. taking people off the, still getting people yeah, off yeah. the golf course yeah. with, from, from the tables. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I also want to share today's meme of the day. So, so baby, uh, so we don't have Baby Yoda, but this is another <laughs> cat creature. One of my, I have to say, this is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Uh, See what you got. Oh, oh. And this goes back into the weather Gizmo. issue. Uh, whoever threw this away, please pick it up. The weather forecast that it's going to rain, and we already have enough what? shit going on. 
that is funny. That is so good. if anybody knows what I'm talking about, if you go back and watch that movie, The Gremlins. The Gremlins. Uh, Absolutely. Gizmo. That's a big gizmo. I have a little that's gizmo. A, yeah, that's, that's a, a pretty big, big gizmo. Yep. That's a big gizmo. I wouldn't right want to see him multiply. That no, would be, uh, that could be frightening. Scary. Yeah, it could be a little frightening. Oof. And then we yeah. then we have flying animals and then Naz is Naz. Yeah, we can't we can't have that. I'm still waiting for those frogs I talked about weeks ago to start falling out of the sky with the you know <laughs> the with frogs. the apocalypse with the apocalypse <laughs> coming and the, with everything and the else going old, on uh, and the big old hornets that they're, they're the murder hornets are coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so speaking of flying animals, so I'm sure be on the I don't think course. we talked about this live, but I'm going to bring it up now. Go so on. last week we were talking about the movie Jumanji. I had the uh, so Naz never saw the movie Jumanji. Okay. So Liz and I were laughing, and Naz, you have to have seen this movie. Right. No. So Naz goes and watches the movie. Now, which one did you watch? The Robin Williams one? You watched you, the original? You, I watched the way, the way you're supposed to watch movies. You watch the first one first. Right. <laughs> As Liz is laughing back I, did, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so she comes back and she says to us, well, you didn't tell me there were monkeys. I said, I know there's monkeys. She goes, no. oh, <gasps> wait a second. Now there's a scene in the movie. She hates flying. Wait monkeys. a first of it. First of all, there's more than a scene. The monkeys are all <laughs> yeah, pretty they, much they're not all flying. The they don't fly right away. It's not until. Well, no, when they come out, they're all, it's like they're flying. Oh, like the Wizard of Oz. I don't want anybody to think I don't like animals. Like the Wizard animals. of Oz, the, fly, the flying monkeys. <laughs> I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I just don't like monkeys. And the monkeys in that movie were ugly. <laughs> they had weird eyes. So, they of course, really on the TV, they watched The Wizard of Oz. Right. And of, course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, well, so right. we got yelled at. Uh, I didn't yell. I just said it would have been nice to know. Still, a good move. I still, that is a thinkless move. It's one of those. It was. It, was, it seemed like a nice movie. I liked funny. the premise of it. It was, yeah. I mean, it was uh, sad, of course, because I didn't finish watching it, though. Once, once, once everything started going to shit, as I would say, <laughs> and the town went all, it, it, I was like, there are some movies you, you just can't finish. When, when no, that there. I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to see what I. It was just too many, too much with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the so. jungle, you must wait until the dice red five or eight. Or eight. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. The newer ones. Uh, I mean, you can't replace. Robin it was Williams. nice to see no. Robin Williams in that. Yeah, you you can't forget replace him. You know, you forget like what a heart he had, and even in his roles that he played, even a silly role like that, I yeah. think, I always liked Robin Williams. Come Flubber, on, I think, was, was a even sillier role. I mean, he's yeah. a lot of silly roles. No, yeah. Yeah. Flubber was a really silly role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Mrs. Doubtfire, one of my favorites. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire who, was great. They just they were right before all this. Yeah, they were they just were, into, Rob McClure was playing Broadway. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway, yes. uh, which I have to say that the transformation looks really cool. Yeah. And you have to be able to watch something and not put that character right. in the role, right? right. So it'll be, I can't fine. wait. It's it's on the list of, of shows to have to go see because, yes. just because it's a it's a classic. Definitely. Uh, and he's and he's funny. If you ever follow him yeah. and his work, he, if Broadway ever opens again, I know. I let's know. get that thing please going too. So, I know. I know. I know. We're already I talking know. about our our pause being extended. Did it, did it, did it get extended? So, yeah. Or so, is that official or? So thir technically Thursday. Right. Uh, the governor extended the pause to June sixth. He did. Governor Murphy did it first. So all the now all okay. the states are working together. Right. Murphy's, I heard. Right. So I heard about that. Cuomo did it very quietly. He talked about it briefly today. I, I didn't missed see him most for, of it. I want to yeah. go back. Yeah. It, I'm unclear. Right. But yeah, it, it looks like he extended. The way I understood Murphy's, there were uh, even though he extended the pause, it was more about people keeping it's people home, but still different. opening the phases. So it's there are, different. yeah, I'm not 100% clear on it. Continuing temporary suspension and modification 
of laws relating to the disaster emergency. That's we need a lawyer on the set, it please. Still says Thank you. The end date looks the same. No, they it's revised. And the thing I sent you, it's revised. No, I'm on, I that's what I opened. It still no. says May 15th. It says New York State remains on pause through May 15th. You know what? I can tell you this that Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to be speaking on Tuesday uh, between 10 and 12 because we got noticed the other day to uh, to book to an book, extra to studio. Are you to, blocking? To, we had a block book, an extra studio for Tuesday morning. Somewhere between, I love when they say somewhere between 10 and 12, which means it could be 10 or 1 a.m. <laughs> or it could be 11.59 a.m. And then it screws up all the programming for the next hour or two. But anyway. We have an extra studio book this coming Tuesday morning between 10 and 12. Dr. Fauci is going to speak. I don't know about what, but let's see what he's going to say now. He's ruffling feathers with everybody. I mean, yeah. and he's not the only one. I will say it is a little scary to yeah. see all these doctors speaking out and sharing other information. And yeah. there, and a lot of it is opinion, too, based on it, based on what they know. The problem is. So what do you decipher, right? What do you decipher? What do you, decipher, yeah. what do you know? The it's kind of scary. The problem is, is that there, there's a whole undercurrent yeah. of, um, of people who are, I'm not saying they're not doctors or not scientists, but like you said, you know, they're talking about their opinions. Right. And, you know, there's always the conspiracy theorists. Oh, you're going to get those. And truthists or whatever you call, uh, yeah. what I think they're called. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think it just muddles the message. It muddles it for people who are, you know, th that are watching everything. Yeah. So it, it just becomes more and more confusing instead of just, you know, if this is the person we're putting our trust in, and the president's picked him, then you know let's let's put our trust in him. The problem is, is that sometimes he goes against what the president wants him yeah. to say, and then the president marginalizes him. Yes. So uh, all of that just creates confusion. You, know, you don't know who to believe. Right. Too you much confusion. And he's not the right. only one, right? Right. right? right. So that's the other thing. They're all. Everybody has an opinion. The scarf lady, as people call. It, yeah. Doctor yes. Doctor Burks. Doctor Burks. Yeah. Uh, I. Listen, there's some great information out there. You just can't you can't dive into all of it and try to f figure it out. No. And I think I think that's what we do. Everybody sent sh sharing all these videos. Watch this, watch this. Yeah. Okay, now decipher yeah. a little bit for yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Question, Claire. Uh, hi, Claire. Welcome to uh, live from Rabs, and, and I think it's the first time for you tuning in. And Pat, uh, we have officially ended the bowling season and we're working with our league officers to determine the next steps. So uh, you'll hear a little bit more as we're working with everybody in the coming week. Uh, some leagues are taking some action. Uh, we're working together uh, yep. to do so. So yep. uh, just stay tuned, stay, stay put, but we have officially ended the 1920 bowling. Sadly, we have had to end this bowling season yeah. as currently we anticipating an opening of July 1st. If and they, if this later. pause is moved further, it looks August. We don't know. Right. So one day at a time, but, uh, sadly the season has come to an end and we'll, uh, we're working with the office to officers to disperse money and, and do all the things that we need to do. And so everyone pack your patience a little bit <laughs> and, uh, everything uh, will be taken care of. Lots of leagues, yep. lots of opinions. Yeah. Uh, lots of yeah. different things going on. So we're working together on that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, so, so what happened? I'm sorry. Oh. I don't mean to interrupt you, <laughs> but it looks like the stay at home order is extended to June 6th. Stay at home. Okay. Right. Um, so, cause in the, it says now, therefore I da, 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 
until June, in the second paragraph on the thing I sent you, June 6th, except for, and then there's all this Regions jargon. that might, yeah, right. They, they feel like there might be regions that- They can uh, slowly open, can maybe? slowly open. Right, because mm. if you look at the map that he's been sharing, upstate New York, upstate, where there are no right. prices yes. in, some, in certain right. Or very, very yeah. little. Yeah. We're going to be last, no matter what. Yes. So, yeah, yes. we're not going anywhere. Uh, Brian, we didn't cancel summer league, so to speak, to finish the winter leagues. Initially, we initially before we had dates, we talked about trying to work together to complete the winter, the winter leagues, because so that and and then get like some summer want. league bowling in. We thought we'd be open sooner, but because we're because we're not, we're in a holding pattern, not knowing the date. If we can get open July and maybe pull off a very short season right. summer league. We'll do that just and to we, get back and, and running for and, the new season. And mainly because that's something that we can control right. the size of, and right. we would build those items based on what they tell us we can accommodate. Right, right. Where right now, if we if we decided, oh, yeah, we're going to allow leagues to finish the season when we open, we don't know if we can even do that. Right. You know, We don't know uh, what leagues we can accommodate. What I'm sure there's going to be some kind of uh, uh, limit on, you know, occupancy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we manage that? So, you know, taking an existing thing and carrying it into that is difficult. Yes. Whereas a summer league, if we started with a fresh project, a, a fresh thing, we could say, listen, we can only accept, let's just say, uh, uh, 12 teams on a Tuesday night. So we build the product around right. that. Over 24 right. lanes. Right. Over whatever, 24. Whatever, whatever, you can only like open I up said, after over house. what yeah. it, yeah. it right. is, I don't know. Right. But at least it, that's easier for us to manage than sure. trying to finish these. And we don't know. And we, yeah. and what? I mean, people could wait till the first week of July. And then the governor says, you know what? We're going to give it another two weeks because all the seven criteria are not being right. met. Now, in now you're mid-July. Right. Or, right. or it could be the opposite. We could yeah. all of a sudden be, Oof, all right, go ahead, go yeah. at it. And I mean, we don't know. And I wouldn't for I wouldn't say let's forge forward as no, business as usual because we course. know business as usual as yeah. we've been talking about for the last fifty days. Yeah, uh, there's no such thing. As no, that's the thing of the past. Yeah. So where we are, we're working on it. We have some plans in place uh, as we're trying to figure out what it looks like. Uh, but although we are communicating effectively uh, one step at a time through layers, uh, league officers, and then of course, all of our bowlers, because each league uh, might be taking different actions. Some leagues have dinners, some leagues right. don't, some right. have very little yeah. prize money, right. some right. leagues give out vacations. Right. Right. So uh, some leagues already show. divvy up the money, everybody gets the same money. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So we have a lot of different things that we're, they're working through. So um, yep. we're on it, we're trying, uh, yep. you will, we, we will, um, We'll do the best that we can. Uh, you know, we, we just the land of the unknown. Yeah. But if we can definitely. get some, uh, if we can get some bowling in for the summer, we, sure. We we even if like it's it. uh, even if it's eight weeks, six weeks, whatever. It could be a four week, yeah. six week league or something. Yeah. Right. Just and to me, it's more about just getting ready. getting out yeah. and getting right. And we don't even know what September looks like. Yeah, that, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But we yeah, have yeah. we have to plan accordingly for that too. So yeah. that's right. Baby yeah. steps. We'll get through it together. We're going to figure it out. Yep. Uh, you know, Nez. Tomorrow's Mother's Day and Happy Mother's Happy Day. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Naz. Happy Mother's Day to Heidi. Thank you. I will Happy let Mother's her know. Day to Heidi. I will let Happy her know. Mother's Thank you. Day Happy to Mother's Day to Dee. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day, your mother. Well, it's my first. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, no. it's gonna be a little. Yeah, it's a little sad, sad for me no. this year. It's yeah. a little sad for me this year. First one without my mom, but. Yeah. She's always right, right here. Always yes. right there. Yeah, we got some oh. great. Uh, hey, listen, the memories, right? Uh, absolutely, uh, and, and stories by all. My memory? Oh, forget it. 
I got, yeah. all, I got all kinds of memories. And we've been yeah. talking about your dad. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, yesterday my dad got a little shot. I think John Lespina had a little brain cramp there, though. I think he might have thought because my my oldest brother, same name as my dad, and he when Maple first opened, John said he was twelve. My oldest brother was eleven because they're born around the same time. And I'm telling you, he I'm pretty sure maybe he thought it was my brother, not my dad, wow. but. If I was watching the show, I would have texted in and said, tell him he was the one that hung out with this crew at that corner of the snack bar right, every right. day, <laughs> Vinny Lotato and Patty Coppola oh, and Vinny all Lutato. those guys. What a My nice guy, Vinny Lotato. Vinny was a gentleman. Was. Vinny was a gentleman. Played I, minor league ball, you know. For oh, the really? Brooklyn Dodgers. I mean, you know, yeah. it's funny because we were talking about, like, the guys bowling action and that yeah. group of yeah. men. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, you know, as 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 rough as they were yeah. and crude as they could be, gentlemen, like they were majority of them yeah. were really yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, and uh, it's just funny. I mean, I used to, I, I actually used to get a kick out of um, when uh, we used to have the uh, PSAL championships mm -hmm. in Maple, mm -hmm. and we used to go there to bowl. Oh yeah. And I would see the same, same crew at the snack bar, same snack seats. Bar. Yep. Oh, yep. And you typically bowl yep. on that side of the center, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which I, is sometimes odd because it's yep. because there was because of the counters you had less space. Right. Right. Yeah. crowded there. But you always the, the girls. Every, then they were swapping. And right. It yeah. To be, but it, yeah. Oh, it was so no, it's funny. True. Those guys you could always were like, see Lorenzo there. Yeah. We could always count on that. Yeah. That whole crew. Yep. That and was some interesting counter. That was some yeah. counter, like John yeah. said. That, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the three. And he's still got them. He's case, got them. Uh... Yeah. 11 round seats at, at each one. It was quite a, yeah. I had and, many and lunches of there. Of course, you're, you're a good friend, Ronnie. Of course, he was busting his butt to uh, to get back after surgery. So yeah. you'll be ready for the new season. We know we know you will, Ronnie. Yeah. We, yes, Ronnie. What count? Uh, maybe, what count Brian, you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself there with the needing sanctions for. Uh, Winter, you took the message down. So I have no idea what it says now. I was, uh, Just put the feedback up. Oh, uh, he was—he's—he was referring to the fact that it, we need, the kids need summer league, so they're going to be a member for the upcoming season. So. Yeah, well yeah, we can. Cool. We'll work together on what we we'll need have, to do. We'll and have take time. Care. It's we'll unprecedented. Have opportunities to take care of. Yeah. It's the great it's also, unknown. Uh, it's the great unknown. Uh, averages and whatever it might be. So, yep. right. happy Mother's Day to all your mothers. Yeah, out and there. you know, I want to say uh, happy Mother's Day to my mom. She's uh, yes. We've been quarantined together, and uh, where'd she go? I just saw Greta go by. She's down there. Okay. She ran away we've from us. No, she's sitting down there. Interesting fifty plus days, and I, you know. Uh, She's she's well, the strongest person that I know. She's been through stuff that would crush other people, and um, and she's still kicking. She's still going, <laughs> and uh, I know we we go back and forth a lot. But I, I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do without her. And uh, I'm lucky. I'm blessed to have my mom with me. Absolutely, so, amen uh, to that. Amen. And yeah. and uh, also happy Mother's Day to my daughter Nazareth. Yes, happy Mother's I Day. I mentioned yes. the other day who yeah. was killing it. Uh, and uh, sometimes she probably wants to kill the other people in her household, <laughs> but uh, she's getting it done. And uh, my my son, who I'm saying Happy Mother's Day to him too, because he's doing both. So he's quite the mother right now. So <laughs> he's a dad, mom. I'm gonna text he's him a Happy dad Mother's mom. Day. Happy yeah. Mother's Day, please. He's photo, a dad, mom. Not what do you call that? Uh, not photo bomb. Um, uh, text, text bomb, bomb him? Yes. Text bomb. There you go. Liz, hey, Liz, hey, Liz easy, gave approval. Easy, yeah. uh, sister. Yes, not yes. 
text <laughs> bomb him. I would text bomb him. Like Happy a photo Mother's bomb, day. only but, a text. So we're not here. We're taking the day off. Yeah, so we're, we're off tomorrow. Uh, today was ep- Mother's Day. Yes, episode 49. Wow. So we're taking a break tomorrow to celebrate all your to mothers out there 50. and our mothers and, yeah. uh, to, and to get ready for episode number 50. 50. My goodness. The big 5-0. The big 5-0. It's, and a, it's only a number. Monday. So it's episode number. 50 is Monday. And for those that are watching or going to watch later and come back to this, uh, what does Monday look like? We have a Naz, Monday. I know you're excited. <laughs> yes. Episode 50. Who's it's on the show? Episode 50. And Nelson Figgy Figueroa will be joining us. And with any luck, Joe Cowell's going to be calling in. I'm going to try to remote in and, on Monday, uh, take a late lunch while working from home. <laughs> And see if I could uh, come on for a couple of minutes to uh, get figgy with it right? <laughs> with Nelson Figueroa. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, as I said, I'm a baseball fan, but he's pitched in Yankee Stadium. He's a Brooklyn guy, Lincoln High School. Yeah. Him and Lee Mazzilli, two of the best to ever come out of Lincoln. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> the show itself can go into Joe's pot now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's 50. We come just, in the pot. We, we just hit the 50. No, and and we- yet Kevin still can't. And, okay. Kevin can, and we could join the uh, the CD Men's Club. Yeah, right, right. Exactly right. <laughs> as yeah. a collectively. We can do it collectively. Do it group. collectively. Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah so get your questions ready. Yeah. Pets questions, baseball questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, be a good, you know, maybe he has some insight on what's happening with the baseball season. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then the rest of the week, we've got we've got some fantastic guests, guests lined up. Uh, so Jessica B. Phillips from Historic Richmond Town is going to join us. Coley Edison from the PBA is going to oh, join us. Oh, we spoke us. about so, her on the uh, – on the, we had, uh, when was that? The Draft League show with John Baranello, probably back yes. in the fall. Yes, he talked that about was like, how he went to lunch yeah, with her. Like yeah. not, I think that was the end of October, beginning of November. Yeah, he, he definitely brought that up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I said he probably will on Monday, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then uh, Saturday, we announced it today, next Saturday, yes. Wendy, Mc- forward Wendy to it. McPherson. The, the one and yes. only. And she is fierce. Wendy McPherson. McPherson. She's definitely fierce. Yep. She's tough competitor. Yep. So first tough. we're going to get Figgy, and then we're going to get fierce. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you hear it here first, folks. Uh, yeah. So we're looking forward to another great week here on Live from Rabs, yeah. starting with on Monday with episode 50. Jeff Sheree, happy Thank Mother's you, Day, Ness. Jeff. Jeff, I don't know Thank if you, you were watching earlier, but you got a shout-out yeah. from uh, good old Tim Max. You got to go back and check that out. Happy birthday, Jeff. It's his birthday today. Jeff and Billy Joel. Share the same birthday. Oh, check yeah, that yeah, out. Oh, there you go. You have so much stuff in your head. You were scrolling yeah. Facebook today. Yeah, I well, saw that. I was scrolling. <laughs> I got a pop up today's Jeff Sheree's birthday. And yes. I won't say how old, but he's getting closer to getting in the 50 and over <laughs> pot. So, wait, are you going to raise oh. the age of the pot or oh, is yes. it going to be the 50 and oh. over except for Jeff Sheree? Oh, yes. And then it could be either, except oh, to Kevin Roy. We got it all planned out. When <laughs> Jeff and Kevin get this close, Joe Cal's going to be turning 60. So then it becomes a 60 and old pot. Oh, <laughs> and I can sorry, still guys. do it. And so Ness can still come in. I'm still in. Yep. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, the funny part is that they're expecting that. Oh, I know. That's, that's even the joke. They can't oh, even I get the I think going to go up maybe a year at a time. I was going to make it 51 when Jeff <laughs> yes, gets yes, close to yes. 50. Yeah. And then 52 <laughs> and so on. Yeah. So, but, you know. Poor guys. Got to keep it real. Right? So. Well, we do that. And there it is. That's what we do. We keep it real. That's what we do. Uh, Well, thanks for for tuning. We went really long today. Yeah. Yeah, Well, Tim was crazy. He is. He really, really. Yeah. He was good. He brought it today. Yeah. He makes me look like a mime. 
<laughs> well, we appreciate you tuning in and joining us here. Uh, we're making up for the time that we don't have tomorrow. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on Monday. Absolutely. Continue to like and share our posts. Yep. Uh, so to expand the audience, because we have a ratings bonanza. bonanza. Yep, ratings bonanza. Right and up there with the draft. Monday, we're going to one blow it up. <laughs> yeah, or Monday's going to be. Blow it up with all our fellow men. I hope fans. I'm able to. I might have to have Jill help me get on with the. It'll be very easy, yeah. Joe. It's, all you got to do. Send your link. Okay. Gonna, our good friend John Mespino was able to do it. Yes, yeah, he did get some technical support, That's but true. he still did. But Joe Bruno well, got it. Joe Bruno got it. Uh, I always have Jill there. She's my she's my <laughs> IT person at home. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, if you if you don't like our page, like our page. Hey, I shared a little video yesterday. Uh, earlier, we we just eclipsed, happened to be out here, and we had just clipped 6,500 page likes. Yeah. Wow. And so a little tracker was started moving. I was oh, like, oh, really? I a video oh, of that. Yeah. very yeah. nice. And I love when people are sitting over there and they're looking at it and they're trying to figure out what it is. Right. And then all of a sudden they get the notification. Nazareth Larson likes the, likes your page. And then all of a sudden uh, I go back and then I see that they're out here playing Play as, laughing, as the numbers are going up and down. Uh, anyway, so be sure to like our page, subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube so you get that Give it a thumbs notification up. Yeah. Uh, to let you know that Naz and Frank are in the house and sometimes, and sometimes Joe, Joe is in the house. Saturdays, maybe Monday. So, yeah. Well, hopefully Monday. Yeah, I won't be in the house house per se, but hopefully I'll be on the... I'll be linked in. You're gonna be in the house. I'll be hooked up. I'll be <laughs> semi house. If you're if you're here, yeah, you're in the house. I'm in the house. I'm in the house <laughs> in the studio. I'm in the halfway. Semi. Sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for watching. Thank you, everybody. Hey, Nez. That was awesome. Happy moment.